Time once again to remember that wonderful lost radio format known as Middle of the Road, known within the broadcast industry as MOR. Placed between all the local news, weather, sports, and public affairs of a full-service small-town station would be a piece of music that didn't come from the same genre as the one before. Perhaps it was a standard from Tony Bennett, 70s adult contemporary, an Elvis oldie, or a classical instrumental like Classical Gas. Bringing back great music from the days of yore, here's more. More M.O.R. with your host, Dave Holly. Thank you so much for joining us. I realize it's been a while since we've put one of these out, a couple of months. I hoped to do more than that, but our world has changed slightly. Now that I'm home for a few weeks in uh, quarantine, and I, for some reason I always want to say sequestered, but it's quarantine. Who knows, maybe sequestering you might feel the same way if you've ever been on a jury. Uh, so let's get started on the Dave Holly Moore M.O.R. show for today, where we take you back in time and tell you a little bit about some great songs and some, some great artists. And we start off today with Nathaniel Adams Coles. He had three brothers. Each of the brothers pursued careers in music when Nat King Cole was four years old. The family moved to Chicago, where his father became a Baptist minister. He learned to play the organ from his mother, the church organist, his first performance was, Yes, We Have No Bananas, at the age of four. He began formal lessons at 12, learning jazz, gospel, and classical music on piano. As a youth, he joined the News Delivery Boys Bud Billiken Club Band for the Chicago Defender. When he was 15, dropped out of high school to pursue a music career, he led a big band, then found work playing piano in nightclubs, when a club owner asked him to form a band, he hired bassist Wesley Prince and guitarist Oscar Moore. They called themselves the King Cole Swingsters. The king part came in because of the nursery rhyme in which old King Cole was a merry old soul. They changed their name to the King Cole Trio before making radio transcriptions and recording for small labels. Nat King Cole said to the Voice of America interview back in approximately 1956, I started out to become a jazz pianist. In the meantime, I started singing and I sang the way I felt and that's just the way it came out. In 1946, the trio broadcast King Cole Trio Time, a 15-minute radio program, the first radio program to be sponsored by a black musician. Nat King Cole began recording and performing pop-oriented material in which he was often accompanied by a string orchestra. His stature as a pop star, cemented by such hits as Route 66, For Sentimental Reasons, Mona Lisa, and this from 1950, here's Nat King Cole with an orange-colored sky. I was walking along Minding my business when out of an orange colored sky. Flash! Flash! Alakazam! Wonderful you came by. I was humming a tune, drinking in sunshine, when out of that orange colored view. Flash! Flash! Alakazam! I gotta look at you. One look and I yell timber 
Watch out for flying glass. Cause the ceiling fell in and the bottom fell out. I went into a spin. I started to be shot. I've been hit. This is it. This is it. I was walking along, minding my business. When love came and hit me in the eye. Flash, Out of an orange colored sky. Watch out for flying glass Cause the ceiling fell in and the bottom fell out I went into a spin and I started to shout I've been hit This is it, this is it, I I was walking along, minding my business When love came and hit me in the eye Out of an orange colored purple stripe Pretty green polka dot sky Wow, I thought love was much softer than that. What a most disturbing sound. Rex Reed of the New York Observer said, Marilyn May has everything. She can belt and she can sing ballads with the kind of warmth that makes your heart smile. She has a theatrical flair that captivates and enthralls and jazz spice chops that can reach notes most singers a third her age can't even hit in their dreams. She's the real deal. The surviving artist of the American popular singer. In the years since Marilyn May first appeared in the spotlight as a preteen vocalist in a series of amateur contests, she has received endless streams of kudos. The late Johnny Carson called her Super Singer. Ella Fitzgerald dubbed her the greatest white female singer in the world, and the prestigious Smithsonian Institution chose her recording of Too Late Now for inclusion in its Best Performers of the Best Compositions of the 20th Century Permanent Collection, along with such other singing greats as Billie Holiday, Frank Sinatra, and Judy Garland. She is still performing. I have seen her perform twice. Once as a teenager, when we were on vacation, and uh, my mom and dad took me. They especially liked her because she graduated from the same high school they did, in between the two years that separated them. Many years later, in fact, uh, only about uh, 15 years ago, I took my mom and my now late dad to see her again down at the Great Lakes of Iowa. This time I got to return the favor for by taking them, 
because of all the great things that they exposed me to, including this, as Johnny Carson said, super singer. It was a very special evening for them and a very special evening for me because I got to see their joy in watching her perform, including this song, Too Late Now, by Marilyn May.
By the way, the award-winning Miss May appeared 76 times on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson, the record for a singer. His usual accolade for her came after one of her show-stopping performances on The Tonight Show when he turned to the audience of millions and said, And that, young singers, is the way it's done. By the way, don't forget to uh, take in the opportunity to listen to my other podcast, The Dave Holly Hour, which has a new episode every Thursday. The Dave Holly Hour can be found on Apple Podcasts. It can also be found on Spotify. And if you need a web address to find one because you don't have the apps, go to davehollyhour.podbean.com. If you are from the Sioux Empire area of South Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, it's a great uh, time to hear some conversations with great artists, musicians, magicians, hypnotists, authors, executive directors, technical directors, artistic directors. We find them all. So again, join me sometime when you can for the Dave Holly Hour. You can also check out more about this show and the Dave Holly Hour by going to DaveHollyHour.com. Noble Ray Price, an American country singer, songwriter, and guitarist, wide-ranging baritone regarded as among the best male voices of country music, and his innovations, such as propelling the country beat from a 2-4 to a 4-4, known as the Ray Price beat, helped make country music more popular. Yeah, Ray Price as we know him, not Noble. His uh, mother and stepfather were successful fashion designers. They wanted him to take up that line of work, but it had little appeal to him. He began singing and playing guitar as a teenager, but at first chose a career in veterinary medicine. He was attending college in preparation for that career when his studies were interrupted by America's entry into World War II. He was drafted in 1944, served in the U.S. Marine Corps in the Pacific Theater, returned to college after the war, but rethought his decision to continue schooling to be a veterinarian. He was considered too small to work with large cattle and horses, the backbone of a Texas veterinarian's practice. He relocated to Nashville in the early 1950s, rooming for a brief time with Hank Williams. In 1953, Price formed his band, the Cherokee Cowboys. Among its members during the late 1950s and early 60s, few people you may have heard of, Roger Miller, Johnny Paycheck, and a guy by the name of Willie Nelson, who composed this song for Ray Price, Nightlife. Evening sun goes down, you will find me hanging round. Oh, the night light ain't no good life, but it's my life. Many people. Just like me Dreaming Of old used to be Oh, the nightlife Ain't no good 
life, but it's my life. Listen to what the blues are saying Man is just another scene From the world of broken dreams Oh, the nightlife ain't no good life, but it's my life. Well, listen to the blues they're playing. is just another scene the world of broken dreams Oh, the nightlife Thanks for being with us today. Certainly do appreciate it. And it is a pleasure to provide you with a bonus today. Instead of three songs, we're getting four. Dave Holly's More M-O-R. It comes from one of my favorite artists. Fact, I think technically the first person I ever saw in concert. Herb Alpert, associated with the group variously known as Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass, Herb Alpert's Tijuana Brass, or just simply TJB. He's a recording industry executive. He is the A of A&M Records, a recording label he and his business partner, Jerry Moss, founded and eventually sold the Polygram. He also has created abstract, expressionist paintings, and sculpture over the past two decades, which are publicly displayed on occasion. He and his wife, Lonnie Hall, are substantial philanthropists through the operation of the Herb Alpert Foundation. His musical accomplishments include five number one albums, and 28 albums total on the Billboard album chart, 9 Grammy Awards, 14 Platinum albums, 15 Gold albums. He has sold 72 million records worldwide. He is the only recording artist to hit number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 pop chart as both a vocalist with This Guy's In Love With You in 1968 and an instrumental song called Rise from 1979. He was born and raised in the Boyle Heights section of East Los Angeles, California. His parents 
were Jewish immigrants to the U.S. from present-day Ukraine and Romania. Albert was born into a family of musicians. His father, although a tailor by trade, also a talented mandolin player. His mother taught violin at a young age, and his older brother was a talented young drummer. Herb began trumpet lessons at the age of eight, played at dances as a teenager, acquiring an early wire recorder. That's prior to tape. Back in high school, he experimented on this crude equipment. He joined the U.S. Army, frequently performing at military ceremonies. After his service in the Army, he tried his hand at acting, but eventually settled on pursuing a career in music. And it was uh, during that time, 1956, he appeared in the uncredited role as drummer on Mount Sinai in the movie The Ten Commandments. In 1960, he began his recording career as a vocalist at Dot Records under the name Dor Albert, D-O-R-E. Tell It to the Birds was recorded as the first release on the Albert and Moss label, Carnival Records, when Albert and Moss found that there was prior usage of the Carnival name, they just renamed it A&M Records. Albert set up a small recording studio in his garage and had been overdubbing a tune called Twinkle Star. Then later on, he happened to hear a mariachi band while attending a bullfight. Following the experience, he recalled that he was inspired to find a way to express musically what he felt while watching the wild responses of the crowd and hearing the brass musicians introducing each new event with such rousing fanfare. So he adapted the trumpet style to the tune, again Twinkle Star, mixed in crowd cheers and other noises for ambience and renamed the song The Lonely Bowl. Here's Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass.
More M.O.R. is recorded and produced by Big D Entertainment in the Dipsy Doodle Production Studios from the middle of America, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Join us again next time for more M.O.R. Thanks for listening. 